The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. The Chattanooga Drive-In Show. (laughs) The podcast that is entertaining, informative, and chatter-centric as best we can make it. And it doesn't suck. And it doesn't suck. Imagine mornings that don't suck. I know it's a stretch. We're doing the best we can. All right. Thursday it is. Here we are. And there is a lot going on. There is a lot going on all over the place. Thank you to Quality Tire. Uh, Quick um, shout out to everybody. You know, I always try to let you know when there's a recall or something that might be health oriented that you need to be aware of. And I have noticed three, not once, not twice, but thrice, I have reached into my container of Q-tips in my bathroom, and one of the sides didn't have any cotton on it. What is up with that? Uh, You talk about a perforated eardrum (laughs) waiting to happen. Well, you know, you're not supposed to stick them in your ears. I know. They they make them and say, don't. You're not supposed to stick anything in your ear that's bigger than your elbow. How do you know? <laughs> how I do can't you even know? Put my elbow Sh- in show, show me how you do I that. I think you can stick I just thinking, the tip in. I may just go ahead and just jam it in a little bit and go, ow, 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 and get somebody to get it on videotape, and I will sue Q-tip. I uh, take give the, me some money. I take the abstinence <laughs> method when it comes to Q-tips. Uh, yeah, we've noticed. Hey. Uh, I don't I like wet ears. I use them every day. 301-9229, if you've had a, a similar horrific experience <laughs> with perforated eardrums or <laughs> faulty Q-tips, let us know. Uh, that's the the that's the number you can call if you want to share information with us. Um, so anyway, storms you know came through the southeast again, again, again. I just want to mention this one. I had I, this is this is new. I remember, and 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 I've, I've years after year after year after you know given you know meteorologists hell like everybody does. We have to. And um, Paul Barris, I used to say he was kind of unbearable as a personality, but he was very good at what he did. He was. And I remember the look on his face during the outbreak, the super outbreak, Mm. when he pointed out and his hand was shaking on the, the, the green wall behind him, the map. And he said, "When you see this, this is the debris storm mm. from from the from the from the funnel cloud. That means that this debris is getting up to eight, ten, twelve thousand feet, and this is this is complete destruction." And I just remember that look on his face and going, "Wow, that's got to be something." South Carolina had a tornado that took debris from a farm area, a bunch of metal buildings and sheds, up to twenty thousand feet. 20,000 feet and spread it across a debris field that is, well, I mean, immeasurable. Man, it's just, we have just been hammered this spring. A couple of things very quickly, just want to just point out, it was interesting to see President Obama back at the White House. um, and and It was nice. And it was when he made the joke about Vice President Biden, you know, yuck, yuck, yuck. And then they brought back up the Biden. Some people thought it was a gaffe, but I think you ought to do it more often. 
when he didn't realize the mic was high and said, this is a big effing deal. Yeah. Talking about Obamacare. Yeah. And yeah. they, they repeated that. that over and over again to show you how things have changed. Right. At the time, that was like, ooh, I can't believe he said that. I mean, my, how un, un, how unvice presidentially. Yeah. Um, and now, of course, it's, it's they need that to humanize themselves. Yeah. Like, please, Joe, drop the F-bomb, please. Did you did you see the story about the Fox on Capitol Hill? No, I haven't. Oh, so, oh, so you don't know the Fox News. Uh, <laughs> literally, literally. A fox yeah. was running amok on Capitol Hill and bit a congressman and a reporter. So that <laughs> was a cute thing too. Uh, well, he's dead now, yeah. uh, and they they put him down fast. And they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get treated for rabies. Yeah. Who did he bite? Uh, he bit Congressman Dr. Amerish Babulal Bera. They call him Ami Ami okay. Bera. Dr. Ami Bera. He represents the seventh district out of California and a reporter from Politico. Oh. Named uh, Zimino Bustillo. Uh, mm. So, I mean, it just, a fox was just running up and down the steps, just nipping at people and actually caught a couple <laughs> of, you know, big chunks of flesh off hungry. a couple of people. They were not happy. They were not the least bit happy. It left a bad taste in his mouth. Uh, Tiger will play at the Masters as we were, you know, talking to Dave Hooker or he was talking to us yesterday. And the timing of it is just really extraordinary because now everybody's saying, not is he only going to play, he's decided he's going to play because it's game day and he had to make that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, Georgia had the, the chance to go ahead and adopt online betting, which if they had done it right, they could have made it instantaneous, but they didn't. Eh. Uh, they didn't. Uh, Georgia congressional state legislators, uh, the state Congress, well, I used to call it, and I guess that's incorrect, but I used to say it all the time just you know dragging their feet again on anything progressive i don't even know what's what's up with that because i mean sports betting is not particularly progressive but tennessee does it i think alabama allows it now again uh it the southern the red states in the south you know it, they seem to be lurching ahead in their own individual categories on being a little bit more progressive still holding back on others without How a do doubt we think tiger's gonna do i think he's gonna play terribly um Strangely enough, it, it's hard to imagine, but in Augusta, Georgia, not exactly the mountains of North Georgia, but in Augusta, there there is a tremendous rise and fall in elevation at the uh, oh, at, the at Augusta walking, yeah, the walking's going to kill. Well, as I'm saying, four days of walking eighteen yeah. holes, and there's a drop. Uh, an elevation that's about the equivalent of the Statue of Liberty. I mean, it's not wow. like you know climbing Mount Everest, that's tall, but though. for somebody who has multiple injuries, then you know the car wreck just relatively recently. I don't. I'm not even sure he'll make it through. Uh, right? He won't make the cut. I'm still not convinced to even tease off on Friday. On, on uh, it's just a, it's a buzz right now. Do you think he pulls like a mental health check and says, "No, nah, I'm good." If he wins, this would be his no. Sixth it'll green be do- it'll be doctor's advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seventh. Seventh. Seventh of no, my he's, mind. he's not winning. Nobody no, who no, hasn't no, played no. golf in a year and a half wins no, anything. No, no, I mean, it's no. not. It, it's just it, it would be the most defying of all odds. I was going to say, if he does, they'll make a movie out of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go ahead and uh, and throw this out there. The, the, the words of President Zelensky when he addressed the UN, um, why have a security council if you cannot provide security? Right. And uh, the rape of uh, certain towns in, in Ukraine are just absolutely unbelievable. The Pope, you know, made a very big, uh, uh, huge declaration and fanfare-filled gesture when he kissed the Ukrainian flag and just pointedly condemned the massacre, the word he used, 
at Bucha yesterday. And uh, but yeah, a, a a a valid question. The Security Council, of course, with U.S. and Russia and five other countries, five other countries that have veto power. Yeah, I think so. If they can't provide security, I mean, what is the UN's purpose anymore? It's what to, was it? I know what it was supposed to be, and I don't know this ever filled that purpose. But it was supposed to stop stuff like this. Well, it's to prevent World War Three, really. I well, mean, that was that was the purpose of the of the UN. Part of the purpose of the UN Charter was to make sure it never happened again. To make sure that something on the scale of World War Two never happened. How many again. genocides have we had since then? Many. Yeah, from Rwanda to you know Bosnia Herzegovina. And well, the fact that Saudi Arabia is part of this, the UN's Human Rights Council shows the inefficacy yeah. and uselessness of the UN. And one other thing before we get into the upfront wrap up, thank you very much, People's Home Equity, for the uh, first section of the show. Here we have the show for the if you're if you're a first time podcast listener here at the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, we have it broken up into segments. My name is Jeff Styles with a Y. This is Jen Lambert, Pimp Jen. This is Russell Stroud, Russell the Love Muscle, and Brian Stone is our producer. Producer, and thank you very much. We have broken up into segments, and those are sponsored segments. There are a couple that are open right now. If you would like to sponsor, get in touch with Jen. Please do. Chattanooga Drive and Show at gmail.com or you can text 635-3557. And that is her personal text number, so you can send, you know, whatever vile pictures and things that you no, want do to. do not. Um, and thank you to Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass at People's Home Equity, <laughs> where you get pre-qualified if you're in the home market, 5919801. Don't glare at me. Chatmortgage.com, <laughs> two Ts, chatmortgage.com. Uh, have y'all seen the new Weston Womp ad? Yes. No. Of all the political ads, and we've kind of dissected them and, 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 and taken really close looks at them and the pros and the cons, the ups and the downs, the goods and the bads, the uglies, it's it's the most effective one so far. Yes, I thought, it is. I thought Sabrina's newest one was, was, was better than her last one. Better, and it was a good be, spot. Better, that was but a good so spot. similar. And, uh, and this one is a little bit different because he has now successfully painted himself as the outsider. Yeah. Uh, he's standing in front of the county courthouse, and it actually has video. This is Sabrina's office where she's been for eight years. Yep. This is Bill Hollander's office right across from the trustee's office, and he actually pulls it off. Uh, he is now the outsider. For the for the average Joe Sixpack out there, that's going to be a very effective spot. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, two Jeopardies on DVR last night, so I saw all of them about oh, yeah. three times. They pile on Jeopardy. <laughs> they love uh, Wheel of like, Fortune and Jeopardy. Yeah, and so uh, I, I thought I think man. all three of them, even the the dumb Biden one uh, with Matt, with Matt, yeah. I thought they were all pretty good. Really, I mean, well, they're, just, just I mean, well they're, done. They're spines. They're, they're, yeah. they'll, they'll 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 bend people's minds. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Joe Biden's been spotted behind a tree at. Hamilton Place Mall. Well, let's go ahead and, I mean, there's a lot to get to today. There really is there's a lot going on, and I think we have some pretty entertaining segments lined up for you and some stuff that you will grin at, some stuff you will uh, cringe at. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll you'll live, you'll die. Uh, and Russell Stroud kicks things off with a look at headlines. All right, well, there's precisely nothing funny uh, so far that I have. The Tennessee Highway Patrol says that a person was killed in a crash on 75 southbound near Ottawa on Tuesday. Reports say a 63-year-old Ricky Forshey was in a pickup when he was rear-ended by a tractor-trailer driven by 38-year-old David Lenoir. This caused a chain reaction with several other cars involved. Mr. Forshey was pronounced dead. There were no other injuries. 
Reports say that a man, this one's rather brutal, reports say that a man who was being held at Silverdale was taken to a mental health facility after what was described as a brutal rape. His sentencing orders were changed to state that he must not be taken back to Silverdale, and when he's released from the mental health facility, he'll be placed on house arrest instead. There are uh, very limited details in this case, as you can imagine. Over in Red Bank, a car crashed into a power pole, snapping it in half. Right in front of my street. Really? Reports say that the car then landed on its side. The driver had to be freed from the twisted metal of the wrecked car. The driver's condition was not said, but it was confirmed he did live. A 22-year-old, Brandon McCabe, from Sumner County, was shot to death in the driver's seat of his car at the entrance to the Metro Nashville International Airport. Witnesses told the police they spotted three men running off on foot. They believed that they were in another vehicle just ahead of Mr. McCabe's. The entrance to Donaldson Pike was closed down while the investigation was conducted. And now, live to the auxiliary studio, it's Dave Hooker. A phoenix rising from the ashes? Perhaps Dave Hooker off the hook sports. The national championship game on Monday night had me thinking another day deeper into this week, and that is, could we see a rise in college basketball in the very near future? And No, I'm not talking about March Madness. That's an event. That's a thing. It's been huge and will continue to be as long as they hold the NCAA basketball tournament. But I'm talking about the regular season. So, I call it the Peyton Manning scenario for those that didn't know he stayed for his senior year because his family was financially well off and he just enjoyed school. Well, nowadays, why can't that happen not only in basketball, as that's the reason I bring it up, it could and it will in some cases, because of NIL money. You're allowed to pay players now for their name, image, and likeness. And there is a rookie limitation in pay for players in the NBA. So what does that mean? That means that it could be comparable money. Uh, If you make a couple of million dollars playing for Duke or North Carolina or whoever, that's still financially independent and well off for the rest of your life as long as you invest it properly. I know, big if. But the point being, there will be a decision to be made And the regular season of college basketball could suddenly become much more relevant if players stay for two or three years because they like the experience and they're making enough to, quote, get by. So we'll see. Had me thinking, though, most people tune in in March. What about December? Could that start to become an interesting basketball month? Or January when conference play starts? Don't rule it out. Uh, A lot of things are changing in college athletics, and the NIL is just one of them. What it could lead to, we don't know. This could be one. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. Can you all remember a time where I've actually corrected Dave on something? Mm, I can't. I'm going to. Uh Okay. Peyton didn't stick around for another year because he enjoyed school. He stuck around because he hadn't won a national championship and didn't. And he loved the things that came with school, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Well, yeah. Back in that age bracket sure. and the young girls around him in that age bracket, he was quite understand. the ladies' man. And uh, you know, and his parents were incredibly yeah, wealthy. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, I'm saying he wanted that national championship. Do you, the next, the very next year, they win with T. Martin. Remember T. Martin? Do you remember what Doctor Basketball, our old buddy? Dr. B said about T. Martin I why, do not. Why, why they were able to win a national championship with him and not the great Peyton Manning. 
he threw a more catchable ball. I, I've never been able to quite figure out exactly what the hell he was talking about. He threw a more catchable ball. When your job is to catch a football, no. your job is to catch a football. When they drill it into you, you should hang on to it. I'm not sure if maybe it was he deflated it like Tom Brady. I don't know. I don't know. But did he really? No, no. I, I it was just it was just a, a silly thing to say because no, they I they mean wait. Tom Brady. Oh yeah, Tom, did yeah. he really? Yes, he yes, really he did. did that. Yes, he did. All right, he, mm. somebody know, did. Somebody did, and he knew about it. No doubt about that. Who's the Russians? Uh, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and, and start off since uh, you had all the the shootings, wrecks and shootings. A third arrest, third suspect arrested in the Sacramento shooting. Yeah. They have video of one of the guys with a gun in their hand. You know, nowadays I'm not sure what all that means. I don't know how solid evidence that it even is in court anymore. But we'll just go ahead and get that one out of the way. Okay. Ukraine, Governor of Donetsk says Russian troops fired on aid delivery teams. We've already mentioned, of course, we all know at this point, anybody listening to this podcast certainly knows what is happening over there and the atrocities that are being committed. Um, the outlawed landmines they're, 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 that they're using, that they're most definitely using, mm-hmm. outlawed in 97, if I'm not mistaken, um, the Palm Three Medallion, one can kill everybody in a fifty-foot radius, and they're spreading them around like you know they're playing jacks. Um, interesting to note when they were outlawed, Ukraine signed the treaty, Russia did not. Neither did the United States. Right, the United States is a, and Russia. I don't believe. Uh, I don't think either are actually signers of the Geneva Conventions. So, say we're accused of uh, war crimes under the Geneva Conventions, we don't actually sign on to that. How, uh, what is our rationale for not doing that in this? Because we may want to use those weapons at some point. Uh huh. Okay. Well, we're not who we think we are. Then no, we're, we're not. not. We, we're not who we say we are. are we? No, no, we're absolutely not. I mean, consider this. This was right after World War II that these conventions were signed, and we had full expectation. And we, we would, used the bomb. Yeah, and we had full expectation we would have to use uh, chemical weapons, biological weapons, anti-personnel mines, poisoning water supplies. I mean, these are all on the table when it comes to a war. Direct quote. Direct quote from Bucha from um, eyewitnesses who survived, which are mostly older women at this point. Mm-hmm. If you're a man, you're dead. If yeah. you're a young man, you're definitely dead. Um, we're here to liberate you. Where are the Nazis? Yeah. Bam. Yep. We're here to liberate you. Where are the Nazis? And then when the answer is there are no Nazis, they take you out and they shoot you. They bind your hands and they shoot you in the back of the head. And, and Putin's claims that these are Ukrainian actors Boy, what an acting job it is to be buried alive and then dug up a couple of days later, yeah. and you're still holding your breath and you've turned purple. Yeah, they're very convincingly dead. Very good at Very, acting. very, very good at playing dead. Uh, absolutely amazing. And Putin's approval ratings inside Russia are climbing. They're climbing. I don't understand. He's at 60% approval ratings now. Well, when you have the amount of control over information that Putin does within Russia, it's pretty easy to spin, especially when you're in a state of war. I mean, the stated goal is the denazification of Ukraine, right? So if you can convince your populace that that's what's really going on, of course they're going to be in favor of you. If we said we're invading Mexico to take out the cartels, hey, that's great. Well, you know, we can say, well, we have Radio Free Europe. 
we're getting the information. You know, the, the, it's all out there. The information's there. But how often do we go seeking information? Do you remember when we had, you know, uh, essentially Muslim TV and, and Muslim, you know, news, you know, and journalism coming into America? The outrage. I mean, how many people oh, are yeah. seeking the other side of the story? Very few. Yeah, I remember few. there were reporters from Al Jazeera who were part of the White House press pool, and there were protests yeah. about that. Yes, there were. And Al Jazeera is a perfectly legitimate outlet. It really is. Yeah. I, I watched it Actually, at yeah. that time. Like like Fox, if you just listen to the news segments and con- and, and the, 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 the content, just the pure news, it's damn accurate. Yes. And, five, and I'll, I'll say right now, Fox does, I think, a better job than CNN when you get into the, you know, the talk portions and the editorializing, which it's kind of hard to <laughs> figure out with the huge gray area that's out there now, you know, which is which, yeah. then it gets to be something different. I'll go ahead and touch on the, the, the study that was done because you've seen columns if you read papers and you've seen this thing about if a Fox viewer watches CNN mm-hmm. for, what is it, 30 days, that it, it profoundly changes their worldview. Yeah, Keep yeah. in mind, in that study, they paid the people right. to watch CNN. Well, you would have to so pay I, me to watch CNN. I was going to say, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. That may have an effect on it if, you, if you've actually seen that. Um, about $700 million more in javelins. So I'd like one. How much do they cost? <laughs> Quite how many bit, javelins actually. is that? I know it's several uh, thousand. I mean, how how how, mu- how much is a javelin of the anti-tank missiles that they're using to such great effect? Give me a sec. I mean, uh, you just see the, the the landscape is littered with Russian tanks. Each javelin costs one hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't think I'll get one this week. <laughs> uh, the Dutch have seized fourteen Russian oligarch yachts. So good for the Dutch. Yay! Sh- show me a map of show me a map of of Holland. Okay. And let's t- I want to take a look at the the coastline. Do you want the map of Holland or the Netherlands? The Netherlands. Okay. The Netherlands, excuse me. I just I would like to see it. Uh sanctions on Putin's adult children. He's got two daughters. That as I asked yesterday, what are the sanctions that we still have in the trick bag? That was one of them. That was done yesterday, late in the afternoon. The big thing that's going to hurt and which has not been done yet is a complete European boycott of Russian oil, which has not happened and probably is not going to. Uh, here for you is a oops, I'm sorry, is a map of the Netherlands. That's what I'm saying. So that's so basically that's this port, whatever this this inlet harbor area mm, is that here. Bay. That little bay is probably where everything was sitting. Most likely Amsterdam. Yeah for all practical purposes, Rotterdam, Amsterdam. So anyway, that's that's a lot of yacht money. So and what are the sanctions? What do they have to do with the daughters? Oh, they're just, they're just uh, freezing their assets. You're freezing a bank account. Just like the rest of the oligarchs. Foreign assets. Why, why, they, why they held on to them for Putin's own family, I don't know. Now keep in mind, there are some some institutions which are not part of those seizures, and I think Panama may be one of them. So that's kind of a big deal. Uh, in the sense that uh, many of these oligarchs and many of our own billionaires will store money in smaller countries, like Luxembourg is a really big one, Switzerland, uh, Panama. So if they have money in a local bank in Panama, it's probably not going to be affected. The Guardian is reporting that Governor Greg Abbott in Texas is being pushed hard by former Trump officials to conduct a border invasion down at Mexico with federal troops with federal troops Mm -hmm. to storm in and take over our side of the border and stop the now predicted to be, now that we've lifted the COVID sanctions, about 18,000 a day, about 18,000 people a day 
who at this point now pretty much have clearance to come in yep. and we'll we'll see what happens there and I do I trust the Guardian more than I trust a lot of places uh, so we'll see how that goes um, Georgia has installed an election police force for election day exactly what that's going to look like I don't know it's the second state and that is exactly the terms that they're using the term mm-hmm. that they're using an election day police force so these will clearly be some kind of deputized for a short period of time officials state officials they're probably going to be off-duty police officers who and are picking up a shift they're, they're going to they're going to be you know patrolling the polling places and making sure nobody's passing out water you know proselytizing in the line and stuff like that but it's still a little bit chilling to hear things like this uh arkansas ten thousand dollar fine for anybody to have or perform an abortion Basically, the state is making it 100% completely illegal to have or perform an abortion in the state. How that jibes with federal law, Roe v. Wade, you know, the law of the land signed off on. This is the United States government. This is the state's government. There are, you know, I've argued for states' rights all my entire life and that there's, you know, differences between this state and that state, and they ought to be able to, you know, differentiate. But, I mean, Federal law says it's 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 legal. How this is going to how, why they believe this is going to survive in the courts? I just I don't get it. I mean, it's just posturing, it's posing, it's political theater, as mm-hmm. Brian said many times, you know. And it's it's going it's going to be struck down, but it, they did it anyway. The first state just to say it will not happen at all under any circumstances, no matter what. The state has no right whatsoever to take away the right of a woman, period. I've got an American constitutional right. It is given the the weight of the Constitution when it becomes law. Uh, So it's, well, we'll see that play out. Back to the election thing, it looks like um, what that's done is it's allowed the GBI to investigate uh, possible elections crimes not really a major change uh, but it does allow them to work with local law enforcement agencies on what they're calling major crime investigations. I was going to say how did yeah I was going to say what how is that different from what the GBI would do if they'd heard a legitimate source that this right. was happening anyway. I think it just expands not really expands their power but expands their collaboration ability to work with local law enforcement on you know if someone actually was stuffing the ballots as an example they I think they're going to be surprised at the reverse effect this is going to have. When I said it has a chilling effect it's going to it's going to fire a lot of people to get up and go out and vote. Well, keep in mind too that Georgia has been relatively I don't want to say neutral but they've been relatively I think fair in how the state itself has handled the the 2020 election where they were asked to recount Thanks they to the governor and the election commissioner yeah the governor brian kemp who gets a lot of flack said there's no problem here i don't know what you guys are whining about and told off trump basically and so did raffensperger refs refs that guy that guy yeah <laughs> Don- donald i yeah. call him donnie yeah donald <laughs> uh parkridge is trying to uh, get uh, the georgia state officials who deal with with health facilities to stop chi memorial from um, asking for their certificate of need to build the hospital in ringgold we Mm -hmm. all decided immediately upon mentioning it that that was a good idea that ringgold and cities of that size towns of that size need you know a hospital or at at least at least something close to a hospital and so that's just pure out and out just competition just using the structure to try to stop somebody who you are competing against for every single day for every single dollar mm-hmm. uh, from you know actually doing something smart and probably immediately successful uh president biden has extended the pause on student loan program paybacks this is the fifth time 
It's going to be extended through August 31st. Just in case you were wondering, the total amount we're talking about across the country, $1.7 trillion wow. on the table. That's 41 million people, $5 billion a month. Mm. That's that's what it breaks down to. I mean, right. for, for the folks out there who owe the money and their, their parents and the families that are paying for it, good for them. It's a chunk of change. Yeah, it's a huge chunk of change, no doubt. Uh, the second black box was found from the Chinese jet crash. Uh, hopefully we'll know something more about that here in a little bit. There was a high school shooting in Erie, Pennsylvania. A couple of people wounded, nobody killed, didn't make a whole lot of waves. And one more little story here that I thought was worthy of mentioning. The flood that occurred in Waverly, Tennessee back in 20, 2020, uh, in all the midst of everything else that was going on, it you know it surfaced as the story to talk about for about two and a half days. Mm-hmm. Twenty people dead, mm-hmm. and in, in an inland you know landlocked town, CSX Railroad has been successfully sued, and somewhere between three hundred and fifty and four hundred and fifty million dollars wow. will be paid to the families of the twenty that were killed. Now, what happens if you're not killed, if and you're, you're a victim of the uh, you're a victim of the flood, and you are permanently injured? But you're not dead, so there's not the families of it's not your family that's going to be collecting money. I don't know the answer to that question. I I'm guess that would be a separate you. lawsuit. Uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. I mean, each individual uh, victim can have as many lawsuits as they want uh, per victim. I should say, like I'm injured, you're injured, Jen's injured, Brian's injured. All four of us now have individual lawsuits but against CSX. I'm going to assume that the CSX uh, attorneys are very smart. And normally when attorneys do this, they, they put a, 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 a hard end, mm-hmm. a period at the end of it and say, now this is it. Right. There will be nothing else beyond this, and it's kind of hard to argue. And that's what we call, for the you new listeners out there, the upfront wrap-up. Thank you. And this is, and this is called the Everybody's Got One, an opinion, we do and I do. And this is how we Want to know what it is today? What is it? It is. It's. It's also going to involve a little bit of a little bit of a storytelling segment. I despise going back to Tennessee football for a second. John Thorne. John Thunderthorn. I despise him. Is he a wrestler? I, I, I hate him. I hate everything that he stands for. Guy paid a million dollars to run through the T. Uh, he loves UT football. Good for him. That's what he wanted to do. He is the most egotistical jackass I've ever met in my entire life. Well, connect the dots on him again. John the Cleveland Thund- dude? Thunderthorn, yes. And Thund- Thunder, went, Thunder Farms or whatever yeah, out Thunder, there. Thunder, Thunder, Thund- Thunder Farms, Jasper gotcha, Highlands, right. Thunder this, Thunder that. That's not checking first, the cash guy. That's another rich fir- guy. First of all, he named himself Thunder. Yeah, his name is John. He, 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 he yeah, John. John. He, he he picked his own nickname and he called himself Thunder. There's nothing about him that comes off as thunderous other than his ego. <laughs> when his when he drops his ego for a second, it reverberates across the Western Hemisphere. The man is he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He is used to getting everything he wants. Many of his ventures have failed miserably miserably but he will continue to pour money into them because he's got it until it has the semblance of success 
He has a huge ranch out in Jackson Hole, and it's a big bragging point for local business people to say that they were invited out to his place, Thunder Ranch, in Jackson Hole. It sounds like an amusement park. It, I mean, but I mean, he literally, he has never seen a, a spectacle, a, a natural, beautiful view shed that he did not want to turn into a residential complex mm. for a couple of dozen people. And he's done it at Etna Mountain. This is the same area. I'm going to go into storytelling mode here, and I have a, 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 a baseline for this. This is the same area that about 25 or 30 years ago they tried to develop. Think about Nickajack. Think about being down at Shell Mound Recreation Area, going across the interstate to Nashville, when you look to the right, you see Hale's Bar. Mm -hmm. When you look to the left, you see rolling hills. It's called Little Cedar Mountain. This is the home of Dragging Canoe, Chief Dragging Canoe, the last battle of the Revolutionary War, the last of the Native American hostiles in the Southeast, a truly interesting character in American history and a badass by every measurement. But when they talked about developing that area, because it is completely undeveloped, it is rolling green forested canopy coming up from the huge lake down there. It's absolutely gorgeous, untouched. A group of environmentalists and Native American activists stepped in and used every tool at their disposal and stopped it from being developed. It's one of the few times You've seen both developers and TVA thwarted in their desires. Here comes thunder during this era when cash is king and everybody's buying property with cash. He is lousy with it, and so he is going to take that gorgeous, gorgeous viewshed. The entry into our region coming from the west when you leave Nashville and you're just going down that boring ass interstate and you come off the mountain, well, this is kind of cool. This is pretty high up here, aren't we? And all of a sudden you come across that, that, that massive expanse of green and, 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 and white capped waves on a windy day. And you're going, wow, Tennessee rocks. That's going to be gone mm -hmm. for 73 families, $1.5 billion worth of homes for an exact number 73 families now i i think he is a greedy son of a bitch i think he is an egotistical son of a bitch i just think he's a son of a bitch i just i've met him he is horrible he's a horrible person and all he sees is money he literally is incapable of seeing god's creation he doesn't see it he can make it better now, the real baseline of this story is, though this is just my opinion, I'm just telling you what's about to happen, right? It's going to be called River Gorge Ranch. So at least he didn't stick his stupid old nickname in there. River <laughs> Gorge Ranch. Ranch, you know, Thunder Ranch again, <laughs> you know, Thunder thunder Blunder, whatever you want to call it. But what really gets me, I mean, he's the greediest person anywhere in the Southeast. There's no doubt about it. He, he's, 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 he's Trumpian. And what 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 really bothers me though and this is what what i i how i kind of came down on okay somebody goes in they want to buy the property they want to build something on it they should have that right i'm a, i'm a personal property rights guy i want to have my personal property rights right but tva stole that land 
All that land was taken from families, not bought, taken from families through eminent domain many, many, many years ago. And I've told this story before. If you go down to the Raccoon Mountain Recreation Area, you have. You've gone down there with me. Jason, our old buddy, used to go down there with me every once in a while. I went down with him several times. And if you go down... If you're over there in Tiftonia and you go by, the, go by the state patrol headquarters on 041 and you take that right to go into that to Raccoon Mountain natural area, you go past a cemetery called McNabb Cemetery. That's a family cemetery, an old family cemetery, and it's one of those places I used to just go because I love cemeteries. I'm weird like that. I find them to be peaceful and beautiful and thought-provoking, and there was an old dude sitting out there in a pickup truck, and I asked him, I said, man, is this your family plot? And he goes, yeah. I said, do you mind if I kind of just hang out and take some pictures? He goes, no, not at all. I just come out here to think. I start talking to him. He's a McNabb. He's trying to think, man. He hates the damn TVA so bad. Mm -hmm. It just ripped his family off of their heritage. They Mm -hmm. were cash poor but land rich. And when TVA decides, okay, we're done with this now, shouldn't it be their responsibility to go back to that family and say, do you want it back? Yes. I would think so, yeah. I mean, think about all the people. Wouldn't that just be fair? Yeah, think about all the people who owned buildings and and had real estate out in Old Harrison that got yes, flooded. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. When they just take your land, that that I know it happens in this country, but it shouldn't. It mm-hmm. should never have been allowed to begin. Eminent domain is a nightmare, and that land should be turned back over. At least give them the option. Even if it had to come down to rebuying it, give them the option. Don't just take it because TVA is going to have a long memory, right? A 20-year investment's nothing for them. Sure. A 50-year investment is nothing for them at this point. They've been around almost 100 so years. So they'll just hang on to it until they turn around and sell it for $1.5 billion to some jackass like Thunder Thornton. Yeah. And he just makes all the money for it, and these families are still scraping by. Well, this is a very—I'm glad you brought this up. This is a very small example— of something the American government's been doing for, for generations to people of other races, too. Think about the Native Americans and the African Americans who had their land stolen from them. You know, here it's it's affecting us, too. Absolutely drives me up a wall. And that is your Everybody's Got One segment today. Thank you very much. Brought to you by CADIS, Council of Alcohol and Drug Abuse Services here in town. Anybody dealing with addiction problems, including family members, get in contact with CADIS. They have, of course, treatment for the people who are suffering, the addict themselves and the people who are suffering their loved ones who are suffering with them and there always is at least a few more usually we're going to have a very interesting guest coming in on april 28th which is the day after my birthday um to tell a story about her husband interesting very interesting having to do with Cadis. Okay, well, I look forward to it. This is the duh segment. The duh segment, duh, no doy, schwa, <laughs> uh, brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs, safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. A quick one. Um, I know, I, I'm Brian, I'm trying so hard. You, you're, 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 you're preaching about political theater and clickbait has really landed with me and i'm trying hard not to hit those clickbait pieces it's liberating to get away from it it, it, it is it, it is, is. Yeah. Uh, so I, i've been skipping over all the matt gates and lauren bobert stories yeah but the margie taylor green tweet yesterday did get my attention this is not really the dub but she just put um the three republican senators right. collins murkowski mm-hmm. and romney 
are pro-pedophile. Yep. That was her tweet. That's all it said. <laughs> okay. She's an idiot. Collins, Murkowski, and Romney are pro-pedophile because they're going to vote Katanji Brown Jackson in the Supreme They just keep Court. double down and doubling down and doubling down more and more and more and just more foot on the gas pedal of just nonsense. It wouldn't surprise Dumb me. Dumb and dumber. Wouldn't surprise me about Romney, but not for that reason. Here we go. This is this actually comes to me from Dax Turner of Chattanooga Safety Products, and we were talking the other day about just the 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 talking out of both sides of your mouth as politicians do. And uh, I think this had in reference to that conversation we were having with the TVA folks mm-hmm. in my community meeting. But it's also an anniversary. Uh, the anniversary of our anniversary, mine and Rebecca's anniversary, April 4th, 1952. This is good. This is good. This is a legendary speech. It was made by Mississippi State Legislator Soggy Sweat Jr. Ew. His name was literally Noah Sweat, like you sweat, yeah. Jr., and everybody called him Soggy. <laughs> And he gave the infamous whiskey speech. Whiskey? Yeah, whiskey speech on the floor of the Mississippi State Legislature concerning whiskey. Cool whip. And it's reported reported that it took him two full months to draft it, and he he was renowned for his rhetoric, and it is still considered if by whiskey— the If by Whiskey speech. Mm. Now, if you've never heard it, you're going to enjoy this. No, I've never. Here's the text. It's not very long. My friends, with this, keep in mind, this is fairly well after Prohibition, but still a lot of states were dry. A lot of counties mm-hmm. were dry. So therefore, bootlegging and moonshining was still a big deal. My friends, I had not intended to discuss this controversial subject at this particular time. However, I want you to know that I do not shun controversy. On the contrary, I will take a stand on any issue at any time, regardless of how fraught with controversy it might be. You have asked me how I feel about whiskey. All right, this is how I feel about whiskey. If when you say whiskey, you mean the devil's brew, the poison scourge, the bloody monster that defiles innocence, dethrones reason, destroys the home, creates misery and poverty, yea, literally takes the bread from the mouths of little children. If you mean the evil drink that topples the Christian man and woman from the pinnacle of righteousness, gracious living, into the bottomless pit of degradation and despair and shame and helplessness and hopelessness, then certainly I am against it. But if when you say whiskey... You mean the oil of conversation, the philosophic wine, the ale that is consumed when good fellows get together, that puts a song in their hearts and laughter on their lips, and the warm glow of contentment in their eyes, if you mean Christmas cheer, if you mean the stimulating drink that puts the spring in the old gentleman's step on a frosty, crispy morning, if you mean the drink which enables a man to magnify his joy and his happiness, and to forget if only for a little while life's great tragedies and heartaches and sorrows, if you mean that drink, the sale of which pours into our treasuries untold millions of dollars, which are used to provide tender care for our little crippled children, our blind, our deaf, our dumb, our pitiful aged and infirm, to build highways and hospitals and schools, then certainly I am for it. This is my stand. I will not retreat from it. I will not compromise. (laughs) There you go. Sorry about the interruption. That happened in a text. I texted it back to myself, and it got cut off. <laughs> Me and technology don't jihad. Thank you very much. All right. What are you doing other than me screwing up a great speech? 
I was really rolling there, too. What he, I think's funny is that Russell always, he always reads my mind. I was thinking, <laughs> cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, it's from Family, Family Guy. Guy. In an interview Stewie. in 1989, uh, the Daily Corinthian, Sweat said, when I finished the first half of the speech, there was a tremendous, uh, tremendous burst tremendous. of applause. <laughs> the second half of the speech, after the close of which the wets were, the wets all applauded, the dries yes. were as unhappy with the second part of the speech as the wets were with the first half. I just, I, I'm sorry about the interruption, but I just, I, I, go back and do it again. Practice it yourself. This is my stand, and I will not retreat from it. I will not compromise. There you go. That's the kind of politician we need. Oh, that's the kind of politicians we have today. Never mind. I was going to say, that's not a stand on anything. <laughs> what are you doing? That's the segment, the music you just heard just a second ago, which is our community calendar music brought to you by Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman handles all of my money, my investments, my wife's investments, and he and Tide can do it for you too and do it well. 710 7109199. Of course, they also do their own podcast. We have several wonderful podcasts here in town. The What Podcast, Day Fire, During the Break, People of Chattanooga, Stone on Air, Brian Stone's podcast. We are pro podcast here. Monday nights is Jazz Night at the Mayan Kitchen downtown. It's free. Uh, starts at 6 o'clock, goes through 9 o'clock. And Fernando and the group K. Is that how you pronounce Q U E? Yes, K. Spanish K, for what? Jazz. Yes. Uh, will perform during the relaxing this relaxing evening. What jazz? That would hmm? be that, what that, jazz? That okay. would be what that would be. Uh, don't forget that Tuesday, April twelfth, is opening day for the Lookouts. Uh, I guess gates open at seven fifteen, or maybe the game starts at seven fifteen. I'm not real sure. Six dollars gets you in the door. Uh, the Chattanooga Lookouts open the 2022 season with a game against the Birmingham. Barons. Friday, April 15th, an evening with Matt Heckler at Songbirds. Starts at 7 p.m. Uh, and he, Matt Heckler, is a solo multi-instrumentalist. On Saturday, April 16th, 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. at JJ's Bohemia, the Rad Old Opry. Enjoy an <laughs> evening of comedy, music, burlesque, and chaos. Where is that? JJ's. Okay. Saturday the 16th. I like it. 15 bucks. Anybody, 15 bucks. Anybody else got a what are you doing? It's going to be a very, very chilly weekend after all the storms finally subside and we see how that works. Uh, we're looking at a, a, a chilly, chilly start to Saturday. I know we talked about the kayaking trip that they yeah. have planned yeah, yeah. down in the River Gorge, which is going to be ruined by John Thornton. And uh, we've got the old-time baseball game down in North Georgia, which they do the literally Abner Doubleday-style baseball and all that stuff. I mean, it's going to be 28 degrees Saturday morning, so be ready for that. Now, i tell you one thing here. I, I'm not doing it, but some of you will. This is that time of year where TV fans, real TV fans, addicts, try to save their favorite shows that are being canceled. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the shows that are being canceled, and, I mean, some are were meant to be, like, blackish. I loved blackish. I thought it was extremely well done and very thought-provoking and funny, uh, especially uh, Lawrence Fishburne was just great in that, that role. He's good in everything. Um, but, but the ones that are – and, and what, what's that terrible show that everybody loved so much that's just maudlin and tear jerky and just a nothing but a this a is cry us? yeah this is us shut you know, up I that, love that show that's, yeah exactly it would be right up your alley that's what I'm talking about uh, so that you know that was meant to be canceled so nobody's gonna save it but it, one there's one one 
of all the ones that are kind of on the line, this is the kind where this has been really relatively new where fan bases can come out and save a show Mm -hmm. if they raise enough hell. Uh, the Wonder Years, the remake of The Wonder Years is horrible. I'm sure it looks and, bad. You've it's seen horrible, it? and yeah, Fr- and Fred Savage is the one behind it. But they really making it black didn't make it bad. No, it making it serious made it bad. It's not funny and it's not enjoyable, and you don't you, you don't get the characters. Uh, but see, the Magnum PI that comeback is leaving. Young Rock. Who wanted to see Young Rock to begin with? The show that nobody was screaming for. Is that about a young Chris Rock? Yeah, no, no. It's about a young Rock. The Rock. Oh, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Call me Cat. Wait, no. There's one about Chris Rock. No, it's not. It's well, about, that's not what this one. That's, that's not what this hates is. Chris. No, yeah, that's, everybody, everybody hates Chris. Hates that was like ten years ago. Yeah, you're you're way back. Go back and watch us. This is them. This is us. No, <laughs> the the only one that was on the on the the cutting edge that I actually thought was worth saving was Mr. Mayor, the one with Ted Danson. Oh, I, I thought that one was it. actually pretty good. I'm just, so I'm, I'm not going to be joining the forces of people marching on Hollywood to try to save these TVs, but somebody out there might. I also am not going to Naomi Biden's wedding at the White House, uh, but you might want to. So <laughs> there you go. What are you doing? He has a daughter? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I, I knew he had two Her sons. No, oh, granddaughter. Granddaughter. I apologize. Okay. Yes, I do apologize. I do That's apologize. Right. Naomi is his granddaughter. First time that there's been a wedding at the White House in 14 years. Yeah. Uh, it'll be well, interesting, I guess, for some people. <laughs> it's right. really not that long. That's not that long. <laughs> and that's, that's just a few things that, uh, from what are you doing in our community calendar. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward <laughs> to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. Pimp Jen gets her own corner like all pimps do, and it's brought to you by the Intentional Living Project.com. That's the website. The Intentional Living Project podcast done by our friend Bruce Dodd, also from People's Home Equity. Walks you through learning to be more intentional in your life with your money, your time, your thoughts, and your relationships. The world's largest airliner took a ride powered only by cooking oil. Hmm. Airbus double-decker A380 successfully completed a three-hour flight using sustainable aviation fuel fuel made from used cooking oil and other fats. It's like biodiesel. It happened more than a week ago, uh, but the airplane maker kept it quiet until now, probably to make sure that it would work. I bet there was nobody on board either other than the pilot and the crew. Mm -hmm. There have been other test flights using cooking cooking oil, but this is the first time it's actually powered a giant I I would have been nerve wracked. Uh, have you uh, seen that thing? Yes, yeah, yes. I would have. Been, I would have been nerve wracked. I would want the best jet fuel ever. Have you ever, ever. been on one of those planes? I've been. Nobody's on one. been on that plane. No, a double decker plane. Oh yes, yes, yeah. The the, the old Boeing's when they first yes. came out had a spiral staircase. Yeah, well, it's they actually had they had a spiral staircase that it went up to the upper deck because that was the you know that was the first class. I and took as a, a Qantas kid, flight yeah, that had that, that was yeah. double decker. Anything that That's was that was going to be in the air more than ten hours used to have that design. That's awesome. Yeah, ten, more than ten hours. Yeah. Fr- dr- uh, flying from Australia to America. 18. Yeah, not including the layovers and all that, but yeah. it's ridiculous. It's all and and then yeah. you arrive before a, you left. I took a nonstop thirteen-hour flight once. That's that's yeah. enough. When you fly from Korea, I know to the U.S., there's a layover in uh, Anchorage, which is really cool. 
anchored down in Anchorage. Yeah. Hmm. Visiting your doc during the pandemic became easy peasy with most appointments being held virtually. And if you liked not having to drive anywhere, telehealth may be here to stay. Why wouldn't Research it be? found that while in-person mental health visits dropped by almost 22% early on in the pan- pandemic, they bounced back with nearly half transitioning to virtual by the end of 2020. So I've done that before, not for mental health, but just mm-hmm. for my regular doctor. And I do prefer it, you know, yeah, it's good. I'd be too anxious to do like therapy over the phone. Why? Uh, if it's like a webcam type it's a webcam. deal. Yeah, I'd be like, quit looking at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. Yeah, being I don't on know what that is. I, I have the same hang-up. I don't. Yeah. I don't like being on Facetime with anybody. But yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's a new a new flavor of Coca-Cola coming out. It's oh, Co- Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Bite, spelled B-Y-T-E. Was it Cyber Coke? It's on the way, and it's apparently it apparently tastes like pixels. Whatever that How means. The what? Okay. Yeah. All if right. your kids play Fortnite, what? they may have seen a sneak peek. The company says the new limited... This is the joke. The, no, it's not. The new limited edition flavor lives in the metaverse. Oh, huh. Maybe it does live in the metaverse. Uh, this is a joke. This, is this you, a real you, thing? No. No. What can taste like pixels? I don't know. Nothing. Well, I thought that it would be a flavor that... You know that doesn't really taste like a You thought like, like Randy thought poop was candy. You just got reeled in. It, no, you it, just got reeled in. No, no, no. CNN have. has a real has an article about it. Yeah. So does oh, CNN. this is right up there with the furries, the kids who identify with 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 being a cat. You or know, a there dog. are people that those do. Are, those no, are real too. Yeah, there really are. No, I knew there one. really are. No, there are not. not in schools, no, and not. there's there will be no litter boxes in schools. But yeah. no, the furry thing does exist. Yeah, I think it's weird, but whatever. Nothing tastes like a pixel. To each his own. Bro, I knew a kid growing up who was like Tighten the drag, Jeff. Tighten the drag. No, listen to this. Reel them in. Once you get a can of this Coca-Cola, in the real world, you'll be able to play on augmented reality game by scanning the drink's pixelated label. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Bite will officially be available to you to buy May 2nd. Yeah, I guess you can redeem it within Fortnite. You're going to eat your words when I bring you a can I'm of not drinking Coca-Cola pixels. Bite. I'm anti-pixel. <laughs> You're racist. That easy peasy thing. We know what happens. We know what follows that. Lemon squeezy. Lemon's always going to say easy breezy. Okay. All right. Uh, if you can <laughs> pop shove it, Ollie or kickflip while you're shredding. I used to be able to Ollie. Do you Never, know th- no, I, no, I, Do you I know wasn't that kind of skateboard. Yeah, okay. no, I know what Ollie You'll are. You'll no doubt want to those check are, out. Those are tricks for skateboarders yeah. who go into pools and catch air and, right. and do all that. I, I was a longboarder. I there just is, went downhill. There is, yeah, with your stick. Yeah, yeah. There's a new documentary on HBO called Tony Hawk until yeah. the wheels fall off. I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It follows his life and career. Um, he is the most famous skateboarder. The doc has never before has uh, never before seen footage and a bunch of interviews with others from the skating world. Yeah, Tony Hawk is the man. And Ollie is very simply when you're on the skateboard and you take one of your feet and you put it under the board and you jump. And when uh, you when jump, you flip it over, you flip it over and, yeah. you, and then land on it again while you're still skating and you don't bust your ass. No, no, no. That's a, that's a kickflip. The Ollie is when you like slam the tail down and you sort of drag your foot up to the nose and then you catch air that way is that what it is yeah Hmm. i I had no idea i didn't do it if i if i did any of that stuff it was a mistake (laughs) and something horrible was about to happen so i didn't name those things yet 
Uh, just two more things. In honor of Distracted Driving Awareness Month, huh? yay, the Red Bank Police Department is planning daily saturation patrols. Daily saturation patrols. Sorry, officer, I didn't see you there. Aimed at reducing distracted uh, drivers and crashes. And saturated drivers. Yeah. <laughs> Reminder, in Tennessee, it is illegal to hold a cell phone or mobile device with any part of your body as a driver. <laughs> okay. Hmm. It can't be in my lap? No. Nope. Nope, it can't touch your body. I know a lot of women that put... It can't just be in my lap? No. Nope. If I just, just drop no, it in my lap? No, you're or... holding it with your legs. Yep. Oh, my God. I know. It's pedantic. Yeah, but... pull me over for that, please. I know a lot of Let's women who put sticks. makeup on in their car. Yeah, I've seen does, does Everybody that, does. I don't care how stupid the law sounds. Do I'm all again. I'm all for uh, regulating distracted. distracted. Oh, yeah, put it on the books. No, put all of it on if, the books. If a cop no, sees you. somebody who's distracted, pull them over. You can't regulate God it worth a damn, but there's no, no reason not to at least throw it on the books. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, did you know that the Skills USA Tennessee Championship, a welding and welding fabrication competition, is being hosted in Chattanooga this oh, year. Oh, that's cool. The championship will take place Monday, April 11th, and Tuesday, April 12th, at the Chattanooga Convention Center. Welding is a fascinating art, in my opinion. And you can make a lot of money being a welder. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. Russell's ready. I was going to say, I didn't know you were involved. I, I, I actually was handing you this, just because you you'd mentioned it, but now I had to fold it over. It says that the EU is considering cutting off buying Russian oil and yes. I was passing it over to you and then I ended up actually having to fold it over because I'm using something on the other side. So. Well, I, I uh, didn't take it because I just Googled the headline. And Russell the Love Muscle. He has computer. he has this section like the pimp has her corner and he gets to flex his muscle. All right. Well, I got two, two quick things. Uh, first of all, what you just showed me. Uh, indeed, European buyers are increasing shipments of coal from across the globe, according to Reuters, against a backdrop of a proposed European Union ban on Russian imports and the scramble to relieve tight gas supplies, according to data and shipping sources. The European Commission on Tuesday proposed new sanctions against Moscow over its invasion of Ukraine, including a ban on buying Russian coal and on Russian ships entering EU ports. Uh, we mentioned Panama a little bit earlier, and I just looked that up, and apparently there is some pressure for Panama to ban Russian ships from going through the Panama Canal now but panama says no because they make too much money off of russian ships going to the panama canal so they got to keep their money somehow um something i want to highlight which as you all know i'm quite passionate about both uh jane doe cases and uh serial killer cases because i think they're extremely interesting uh not so much the killing aspect but the the solving aspect i think criminal investigations are extremely interesting um, there's a case that's been solved uh, that occurred across several states, some of them close to here, Indiana and Kentucky. Uh, a man who was identified as the I-65 or the Days In killer has been ID'd as Harry Edward Greenwell. Now, he's already dead, unfortunately. He died in 2013. But uh, it's believed now through DNA evidence he was the person who killed at least three women in the late 1980s. He had been arrested quite a few times for various other crimes around Indiana, uh, Mississippi even, uh, Kentucky, and I believe uh, Alabama as well uh, for various petty crimes, uh, robbery, larceny, etc. But it's believed that he's the person who's responsible for these killings. One of those victims that has yet to be linked to this is probably going to be um, found on I-59 under a bridge from the Grootley Lager area mm. or Sewanee. Yeah. They're not really sure. Actually, and, Sewanee was mentioned, yeah. And this is this is I, this comes to me from a very reliable source. 
she will be directly linked to this killer. Yeah. And they will be able to identify her, and that's probably going to happen in the next couple of days. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, really interesting information coming out about different serial killers in the last, not even 10, maybe four or five years who have been identified thanks to DNA evidence. Uh, you remember uh, a case I've been following for since I was a teenager. My gosh, the uh, East Area Rapist, the original Night Stalker, yeah. uh, out in, uh, or the Golden State Killer, as he's known yeah. now. A uh, huge case, and he was identified thanks to uh, genealogical DNA, where they got DNA from the crime scene and matched it to an ancestor or a relative, and then used that to track down the person who ended up being responsible. And he's now uh, probably going to die in prison, which in my book is well, a good thing. Keep your ears peeled, and uh, and for for the news though, there will be a, a, a a local connection to this and it'll it'll be coming out sooner than later yeah all right mountains look at each other i'll be very very quick um i've told this story before but now since we've been doing the podcast because it is the masters weekend and everybody's going to be talking about it and tiger this tiger that and then the rest of the players will be out there somewhere too um my friend diana ward uh, the the significant other for many, 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 many moons of Bill B. Lockerbie, the man what has the command microphone, the guy that got me started <laughs> in talk radio a gajillion years ago, a Brazilian years ago. Um, she, before she and Bill were a thing, Diana and a friend, there she was a, a huge, huge golfer and golf fan, and she's had a lot of health problems. Diana, we love you very much, and uh, she and Bill have been kind of locked up for the most part since COVID began because they're both immune compromised. But Diana and a friend went down to the Masters, and this tells you a lot about Diana. She was a, I mean, a card. She was a trickster. She she was like the 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 female Bill or the female me. She was capable of doing most anything at any given time, and she was a hoot. <laughs> and she and her friend convinced a woman who was walking away from one of the fairways who had a couple of the quiet signs to give them her signs. Oh, no. She was tired, and she wanted to leave, and so they took the signs and became shh girls. <laughs> shh girls. Hush girls. And they ended up following. I can't remember who it was they were following. There was one golfer in particular that they were interested in, and they followed him all 18 holes. That's a lot of walking. And just basically just kept, you know, turning their back to the golfer until it was ready for him to actually take his swing and his turn. And they would look at the crowd and hold up the signs and go, shh, shh. Shh, shh. And then when it was time for him to actually, you know, make his move, they'd stop and turn around and watch, and then they'd follow him to the next hole, which was not the protocol for no. shh girls. But <laughs> I thought it was, and they got away with it, completely got away with it. And I thought it was brilliant. What a great move. What a great move on their part. I just, that's it. That's the story. Good for them. That's awesome. Regional Roundup Shotgun Shoutouts brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company. Since 1887, bringing you fine, drinkable, good taste in water coming out of every single faucet in your home or business. We love Tennessee American. Okay, I'm switching up the, the, the pace here a little bit. This was going to be the last part of the Regional Roundup Shotgun Shoutouts. I know we're running low on time. But this is a letter to the editor in the Times Free Press, Wednesday, April 6th edition, from Michael Lofton. Does that does that name ring a bell to anybody? A little bit. Yeah. He was the editor of the Times for years and years. Yeah. Yeah. He was the editor-in-chief, Michael Lofton, of the Chattanooga Times. 
Falling for Furries Trips Republicans. Uh, oh, I've read this article. Maybe it began with <laughs> Bert Lars' portrayal of the cowardly lion and the Wizard of Oz, but there are other lovable animals, Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, Porky Pig, of course, Snoopy of Peanuts fame, serve up the consequences. And Tuesday's New York Times columnist Michelle Goldberg wrote a commentary titled, Why Are People Falling for the Furries Myth? It's not a myth. Seems Nebraska State Senator Bruce Bostelman had expressed concern about the spread of a new variety of deviants in state schools. Here's the quote. It's something called furries, he said, claiming school children were identifying as cats or dogs. They meow and they bark. That part's And indulgent bogus. teachers are putting litter boxes in the schools for their children to use. Of course, there's no such thing as a furry's obsession. Even as Bostelman apologized for spreading falsehoods, he said this, it was just something I felt that if this really was happening, we needed to address it and address it quickly. Dear God, what a big if. Since the flood of social media's manufacture of lies has spread to congressional hearings in such a weird way, Bostelman's embrace of a crackpot rumor makes perfect sense. I'm going to ask my teddy bear what he thinks of this from Michael Lofton. There, you guys take it up with him all you want well, to. Michael, I don't need to take it up with him. Michael Lofton is unfortunately very stupid uh, because furries are indeed a real thing. They now, what, are, but not in, so they're not in schools, Not though. in school, probably. No, it's a fetish. It's, it's in a... Uh, it's, whatever. It's effed up is what it is. Yes, but, it is. Uh, agreed. But it, but it is real. I mean, there really are people who really are furries. Brian, I can be very quick. Uh, $448 million <laughs> school budget proposed for Hamilton County. Uh, interesting story. The Smoky Fire that we had, the Smoky Fire, the fire up in the Smokies, <laughs> the Hatcher Mountain Fire, the Hatcher Mountain Fire, we had all our firefighters up there. Yeah, yeah. Turns out a bunch of them were trapped on a mountaintop and had to leave their equipment. They had mm. to run for their lives. I just heard about this wow. today for the first time. Yeah, I heard they the left one truck that was worth $350,000 behind, but they said, you know, it's your life. You got to go. Yeah. Yeah. The equipment can be replaced. That's the first time I'd heard that. I, I heard that was pretty amazing. I heard that the Taliban's already claimed it. Uh, the sheriff of Bradley County has suspended all ties with the evangelist Perry Stone. And I guess the Ramp Church on Brainerd Road, that's a, that's a, that's a branch of this particular church that Perry Stone has. Is it? I don't know. I, I think that is the case. Uh, I've always wondered what that thing was. I knew it was some sort of non-denominational church. But uh, they said, yes, it, uh, uh, they used, this is the Omega Center up in Bradley County. This is Perry Stone's thing. And they used off-duty deputies for security up there. And if you didn't see the interview that they released, not an interview, excuse me, the recorded conversation with Perry Stone from 2020 that was in the paper a couple of days ago, he knew this was coming. There were 12 complaints. Nine of them were extremely valid. Mm. He said he was ruined when his wife Pam found out about it. It was going to ruin his marriage, ruin his life. And then he ran down an entire list of excuses and reasons why. Remember, I told you, he said, I'm Italian. Every time I hug somebody or shake their hand, they think I'm coming on to them. And he also declared in this recording that he was impotent. Therefore, he could not have done these things. And while this was happening, while this conversation was being printed out, he and his wife were on their 40th anniversary. So I don't know exactly what happens next, but you talk about a mighty, mighty fall from a very, very high place. Uh, I, don't, I don't wish that kind of bad luck on anybody, but damn, I hate hypocrites. And televangelists 
are almost 100% in that category as yeah. far as I'm concerned. I agree. Top of the Pops, brought to you by the Sports Barn. Three locations since 1979. Weight training, spinning, winning. Be healthier and happier at any of those convenient, comfortable locations. Very easily explained or shared here with you. Americans are more worried about nuclear war now. Imagine that. <laughs> Wait, didn't we just read this? Almost. No, it was. Uh, we should be more involved. This, oh. this is the new one. How Americans say the Russian invasion of the Ukraine, says the Ukraine, I'm sorry, yeah. has affected the possibility of nuclear weapons being used in the world. 71% say it increases their fear that it will happen. 25% say they are not concerned, no difference whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> I don't get that. Good for you. <laughs> 4% say it's decreased the possibility. What? <laughs> Explain that thinking to me. <laughs> That's like... We, Who are these pollers? Who are they polling? It's so stupid. Uh, we went to the, the pollers are AP and NORC. We went to the Ross Perot School for Special Children and polled them on their <laughs> opinion on nuclear war. And um, um, the very end of the show where we say um to see if we've forgotten anything. This is just something I was going to share. The countries with the highest annual salaries in the world. United States number two. Hey. You want to take a shot at what the salary is? The average salary according to this particular poll? Uh, it's so hard to guess because it's so hot top heavy. It is. This is William Russell Insurance salary comparisons 2022. I'm going to say the average salary. Average salary. Darn close. Yeah. yeah. I would say under 100. 68,694. Okay. $68,694. Hey. Very good job. Switzerland's number one, $92,607. So one, two, Norway, Denmark, Japan, See, their Australia, numbers Germany, matter Canada, Iceland, would matter Lithuania. more to me because yeah. it's a reflection of their actual society. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 68000 is not a re- reflection on, on United States salary because it's just, I mean, yeah, I know plenty of people that make that amount of money. Yeah. yeah. But I know plenty of people that don't, won't <laughs> sniff half that. Right. And then we have billionaires every, you know, in, in every major city. So it, it's just so lopsided. That is, that is very, that's, that's very high for around here. Our average salary is going to be closer to 42, 43, mm, something like yeah. that. That. Yeah, yeah 68 spends yeah. goes a long leave, way in Chattanooga. Before oh, yeah. we go, if you need a t-shirt for your company or a bunch of t-shirts yes. for anything, use Color Creek Press. We're using them for our t-shirts. Imagine they, mornings that don't suck. That's right. We've been they've been around for 30 years. They have 30 years experience screen printing. They're located on Cherokee Boulevard. If you'd like to look them up, go to their website colorcreekpress.com and this is what day what day are we today's thursday today's thursday okay okay so i'll say what i got for tomorrow you sure yeah because it doesn't matter well you're already playing the outro music now you can turn it you can stop it no no i'm saying i got nothing i'm done like, I, I was, i'll get I, I i swear to god i never know what day it is i, know, I, I never i know i wake I know. up in a panic sometimes <laughs> thinking Oh my God! It's Monday. No, right. it's Wednesday. I do the same thing. I'm not even. It's not even kind of a hyperbole or a joke. It yeah. is driving me mad. Yesterday, Jay Hooker is the same way. Yesterday I was like, man, I'm so glad it's Friday. Oh no! <laughs> Thank God it's Thursday. <laughs> TGIT. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Thankful it's Thursday. TIT. <laughs>